Welcome to Kuden, the radio show and podcast for self-defense and martial arts news, interviews, techniques, and history. Hosted by Sheehan Jeffrey Miller and Shidoshi Eric White. Sheehan Miller is the 13th degree black belt and master instructor of Warrior Concepts International in Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Shidoshi Miller's martial arts career spans over 30 years and has taken him around the world to train with some of the world's best martial arts masters. Shidoshi Eric White has been a student of Sheehan Miller's for over a decade. Together, they will answer your questions, discuss techniques, history, and current issues important to you, the self-defense-minded citizen and the practicing martial artist. Submit your questions by email to warriorc at warrior-concepts-online.com. Well, I'm just going to start this one off by saying uh, you should always try to be here for the live program, because if you're listening to this on the podcast right now, you missed the best show ever. Uh, all kinds of great <laughs> topics were talked about uh, amongst several of the students who are on this call, and uh, wow. you just missed it. You missed it because uh, we wow. weren't recording that portion of it as we were kind of... Uh, Talk about a guilt trip, but that's okay, guys, because I missed it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was like a runaway train, just took off. It was, it was, but it was, uh, it was good. You know, we, we we talked a lot about you. We talked a lot about you, um, but uh, well, we'll just have to go back and have James splice it all together. So that's true. I think there is a sneaky, tricky way that uh, this stills recording, even when we're saying it's not recording. Yeah, it is. It oh, is. there's a backup oh. recording. Now I'm a little worried. Now I'm a little worried. Yeah, what I might have, what I might have said. said is, everything you said is recorded already. Shit. Oh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, it's been a good run up until now. Uh, no, it was great. We uh, we actually we'll be another co-host starting next show. <laughs> <laughs> what what was really great talking with uh, uh, several of our our our, our participants uh, uh, before you arrived it was just kind of going back over you know some of what we covered in last episode, because I, I don't think uh, Lee or maybe it was uh, Steve or it's not on the on the show with us last week, but um, what was great about it was just kind of, it feels very much like, uh, like Kudan intended to be, like class, students talking to students about what they've learned, past experiences, and so it was awesome. Yeah, and that itself kind of grew out of my training with some of the teachers in Japan that after class is over, and we even did it at the dojo, right? Class is over. Yeah. You clean things up. You boot people out. And the black belts or the, uh, the upper-level people, we break out a little table and some hot water and some tea, and you sit around and you talk about, uh, you know, uh, things that you don't have time to talk about in class. But we do the same thing at camp as well. I mean, uh, you know, we all go to the same place for lunch or dinner or whatever, and we sit around. Mm -hmm. and, um, every once in a while, you know, somebody starts talking about something in life, but normally um, that's when the questions come up that, you know, we can talk about these different topics and how they relate to day-to-day uh, -day kind of things or what's going on in the world right now, and, you know, those yeah. kind of things. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, as we got to talking about as well, one one of uh, – one of the audience members here is is headed. He's on the road right now to you. He's uh, he's going to be arriving for the camp happening this weekend. So uh, you know maybe we can do a little camp preview. What are some of the things happening uh, at camp, which gets started here this evening? No can tell. Ancient Japanese secret. <laughs> no, I, I guess I can. So. Uh, you know, every every camp I, I establish a theme, and sometimes it matches the Bujinkan thing, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes camp ends up being 
uh, a recap of uh, a recent trip that I've taken or whatever. But um, this time around, what I really wanted to look at is kind of the Uda of things or the backside of things. So the, the theme is power, stealth, and invisibility. And mm. while we will be doing some things with, you know, the typical stealth and, and those kind of things, what I thought it'd be fun to do this time around is to do a little bit more on uh, kind of the, the hidden side of things. So uh, looking at uh, how to employ, like, stealth walking steps in uh, in your defensive techniques, right? So um, how to use the different types of footwork and leg movements uh, against his legs or against his body uh, when you're uh, – you know, when you're when you're doing kaijutsu, right? Hmm. How to do that? Um, invisibility, spending a lot of time on uh, looking at angles and, and things like that, so that uh, they can't see what you're doing. And we're gonna head, uh, take that uh, up to also um, uh, the Shinden Furoryu uh, principle of uh, Munen Muso, which is no thought, no action. Uh, so uh, you know, trying to eliminate. Uh, tells that we might have uh, where we're, our body does certain things or we look at a given direction or whatever that might give them cues or clues or some kind of insight into what we're doing. Uh, so that's the Munen, uh, I'm sorry, that's the Muso part. No clues, no tells, hmm. anything like that. But then, then also the Munen uh, and, and kind of neutralizing those thoughts where we're either trying to guess what he's doing or we're trying to think ahead or if we're working on kata training, you know, we're thinking about the end before we've ever gone through the moves leading up to that part. Um, and then the other thing with that is, uh, you know, if you make a mistake or you, uh, you know, something something happens, right, um, we can do just the opposite. So instead of future projecting, we can be uh, dwelling on that mistake that we made or maybe we missed an opportunity. And so now our head's wrapped around, if he does that again, I will X, Y, Z. So you're really not in the moment, right? So, uh, again, this is just another way of uh, uh, exploring the realms of, again, power and, and things. And we're, and we're going to take a look at uh, some of the lessons from the art of war, uh, which is a big part of our training, uh, and, and looking at how uh, the, the, the appearance of weakness and the appearance of all those things that we normally think of as not being uh, signs of power, right, uh, how by presenting them, uh, that actually gives you more power and the ability to, uh, you know, create better results, faster, easier, those kind of things, right? So, again, we're really going to look at the Uda or the hidden or the backside uh, of these concepts. Uh, one of the exercises that I'm going to take folks through is um, uh, – one of the sessions we're going to be looking at the Shichi Hode, which are the seven ways of going or the seven uh, classifications of, or uh, disguises that were used way back in the day. Uh, and these were actually based on, you know, uh, conventional, everyday um, occupations that uh, were, you know, were normal then, right? And so uh, we're going to bring that into the future or not the future, we bring it into the present day, and take a look at, at what that would look like today. Uh, but then a really cool exercise they're going to go through is I'm going to have them, we're going to look at four different levels uh, for creating alternate uh, personas, right, um, and what you can do to 
uh, employ some of this stuff these days. And, of course, you can take it as deep as you want, but uh, one of the exercises is that they're going to create a first-level alternate persona, right, that, if necessary, they could slip into. Right? Hmm. So, uh, hmm. That's the, really uh, you cool. know, kind of like uh, spy training kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's part of the Inton Jutsu um, uh, and Henso Jutsu, just as an impersonation, entering skills, those kind of things. So, yeah, uh, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had a, a, a makeup artist in my group like we had when I was coming up through the ranks. One of my peers uh, actually worked uh, with stage and uh, television stuff. And uh, at one of the trainings, uh, we actually set it up where an entire session was working with the uh, the latex and things like that and actually creating facial prosthetics to mm. change the form of your of your facial features and mm. make it look real up close. And, wow. um, yeah, that, that was cool. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, those are the kinds of things that, that the people who are the what I call the purists, right, um, the ones who have to do it in the 21st century like it was done in the 13th century, those are the kind of things they miss out on because while we can look back and fantasize and glorify things that were going on back then, we have to also remember that they didn't have the same kind of or scientific technology that we have today. Right, um, you know, I've always said that that for us to employ stealth uh, movement, stealth walking, stealth movement out in you know, not it was it was true, to employ that kind of thing today uh, is much more difficult than it was in you know the early teen centuries and stuff because uh, they didn't have motion sensors, they didn't have infrared, they didn't have any of those things. Right. The only thing they had to worry about were the sights and or the, the the senses of human beings, and typically the dogs that were used um, for century. Right. So hmm. uh, masking smell and sound and form and all that, all that's important. But when you have things that can detect body heat and that creates a shape that you thought you broke up, right, and or a motion detector, right, that um, will pick up your movement unless you get it really smooth and right, um, you know, it all changes. So I think it's important that, one, we can look at how these things were employed, but we need to look at, at you know, what 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 would that look like today? Um, for instance, I, just, I had somebody who's going through the Ninja no Hachimon 8 Gates uh, course, that big 10-week course that we have, and um, so he wrote me an email that he wants to study some other things more in-depthly. I wanted some answers to certain questions that I don't know that I can give him, not because they're secret, but because I didn't live during that time. So yeah. I can only answer based on what I've learned. Um, but one of the things was he wants to work more with, uh, you know, getting swords out, you know, in a, in a certain way and all that. And um, I, I get where that would be a cool thing to explore with your training from a strictly martial arts perspective. But from a self-defense perspective, it would be much more uh, practical to learn how to get a handgun out much faster or to get the muzzle of a long arm um, on target, uh, you know, much faster or whatever, because you're not drawing something that long out of a sheath that's equally as long. And we typically don't carry, I mean, thugs might, but we don't typically carry the weapon on the opposite hip. And so the hmm. the way we're moving the body, you know what I mean? It's just... Um, I think it's important to understand the technology and understand 
what the principles and concepts were, but um, if we're trying to be modern warriors using this ancient technology, then it needs to be practical, uh, you know, for today. So, yeah. um, and like I said, you know, we, and you know, we, we practice with some of this stuff as well, but uh, when it comes to some of the things that are specialized, like, you know, tricky moves with a sword and all that, um, I want to understand how it works and why it works. I don't necessarily want to get that good with a sword, but I know that might be blasphemy for some people. Um, I don't want to get that good with a sword. I want to take those principles and concepts and see how that's going to translate to getting uh, a hunting knife out of the sheath, which is much smaller. I don't need the same kind of movement or the same movement to the same extent, right? Or the same thing with drawing a you know a handgun uh, out of a shoulder rig from behind my back, from my hip, uh, whatever. So. Anyway, yeah, um, one of those I recall training uh, some of the handgun skills we worked on, and I thought it was just one of the one of those just neat moments where I was like, that is just so cool that uh, you know we worked on the idea of okay, we do these sword draws, we're drawing the the sheath off the sword, right? So so you know apply that forward to drawing your handgun. Uh, but putting it into this technique, I think we worked on where uh, uh, the the attacker kind of comes in to jam up your draw of your weapon, but how right. you can still kind of use that that opposing force of them thinking they're pushing pushing that back in and, and unable to draw it, but by drawing the 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 holster off of the firearm, we could still draw it out, get it online, and and you know, follow the technique. I thought that is just the coolest thing. I, you know, wouldn't have thought about that before, but then looking back at the lesson of drawing the, the sheath off the sword forward to, to today's modern weapon and how that still applied, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and, and to, for, for a visual for everyone, because obviously this is an audio or an, you know, uh, kind of format, as a visual, um, for those who might you know, kind of be stuck in what I would call two-dimensional thinking. Like, you know, the guy's pushing the weapon into your holster. Um, if you pull the holster away, isn't he just going to follow that? Uh, no, because we're not <laughs> fighting against his push. We're actually using lateral movement against his wrist or forearm with our close side arm, right, to pin his wrist and forearm against my torso. So where he's pushing in one direction being strong in that direction, right, and again, this is working with power lines and understanding that we have two and we can only be strong on one line at a time, right, so instead of fighting against that force that he's applying, I'm just going to pin his arm to my torso, which means that no matter how much he's pushing, when I drop my hip and, and sink a little bit and pull the holster off the, the weapon, his arm's not going to go anywhere, right, and then, um, uh, you know, the... the, the Remember my weapon. The what I said. The hand is is already on the weapon, right? Mm -hmm. I guess I'm not using my wrist forearm. I'm using the side of my hand. Now that I'm I'm driving and I'm trying to think about what what is I just did. Okay. So anyway, uh, putting it there so it doesn't go anywhere. Um, and you have to also remember that once, and this is about th thinking about natural physiological response and intentions and things, right? He initially went to keep the weapon in the holster, right? But when I put my hand on his he now has to split his intention. So part of him is going to try to keep pushing the, the weapon into the holster to keep me from drawing it, right? But a significant amount of his intention and force and, and musculature is going to go to keeping my hand from doing something he thinks I might be doing, right? So it really kind of divides things up. 
And what you find is that in the first half second to a second, when you start doing it, he'll actually take more and more attention away from putting, from keeping the weapon in the holster because of all the movements. He's now not thinking about the gut itself. He's thinking about your hand and your arm, right? So that changes everything, right? So um, uh, part of this is really an understanding uh, perceptually how he thinks. And that's a big part of invisibility as well, and I'm sure this is going to come up over the weekend more than once, where one of the easiest ways to become invisible is not to just it's not to use camouflage or anything like that. Guy thinking about something different than what you want him to look at, right? In the in the world of magic and illusion, this is called misdirection, right? But mm. if you you need to understand what he's thinking about and how he thinks about it, um, so that uh, you can you know, you can direct it away. Uh, again, a lot of these things that we're going to be we're working with is like um, how to enter to do gun technique or any kind of technique, but he won't be trying to stop it. Even though it's this big, obvious movement, how do you keep him from doing that? Well, as you're doing the move you want to be doing, you actually put pressure on some other part of his body that draws his attention toward that side that makes him think that that's where you're attacking. Okay. So when he goes to defend that, it actually leaves the gate that you want to enter completely unguarded. Right? So when you learn these things, you start to understand how the ninja lying in wait and doing something with a stone or whatever to, to get the attention of a sentry to make him go look, right, leaving the gate unguarded, uh, you know, in a, in a real physical sense, right, actually is translated over into the, into the unarmed techniques as well. Right, the, the strategic thinking and the tactical application of things um, is the same. What's different is the technique or the what you do to make that thing happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So I might push against one arm um, or grab it so that instinctively he goes to counter that thing, but that also directs his mind uh, over there because he's he's you know thinking about defending that. But that leaves the other side unguarded, and if you if you work the timing right, you can do uh, both of them very very close to almost being at the same time. And by the time he realizes that you've gone in a different direction, and he goes to close down on it, if your technique is right, then you will have already caught it. So when he goes to defend against that, that action feeds your it feeds your technique. Hmm. So deep shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, you use the word shit, so I, you know. Deep you the defecation. Rules. Deep def when the defecation hits the ventilation, boy. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm getting ready for Lee to come up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he doesn't know what he's getting into. No, it's all right. I won't do it. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the guy that to Lee. I'm the guy with the accent. So no big deal. <laughs> right. I'm the guy that'll be talking. About. Well, seeing okay. as uh, we have a kind of shortened show here today, I'm gonna go ahead and. We can open it up for questions here before we yeah, absolutely. have to close it out. Absolutely. I don't see anything on the webcast side, but uh, we do have no, a couple I, I folks have, live on the call uh, with us. I will have uh, James uh, go into the raw thing there and uh, move it over. So uh, what we should say at this point is, um, or after the questions or whatever, um, that uh, now you'll be listening to a pre-recorded part, uh, you know, before Joshi Miller actually, uh, you know, <laughs> felt the need to join us for uh, for our session today. Anyway. 
<laughs> so, is, is there anybody still on? I mean, we're way. Yeah. Uh, we're not waiting for time, but. Awesome. All right. So. Turn around and we're going back the other way. Stop it! What was that? <laughs> I'm not sure I, I caught all that. At least you said turning around and going back home. I was oh. <laughs> yeah, I was joking. I was just joking. <laughs> turn around, going back. I'm taking my body and going back home. <laughs> I guess you could. I guess you could say you're taking your balls and going back home. I mean, you know. Anyway, all right. Did, did anybody? Uh, I know uh, Chris is probably. I don't know. He might be listening. Um, the other day, he, he submitted a question uh, during one of the online things, uh, and Chris does like a strafing thing. If he knows his schedule is not going to match up. He'll go online uh, for the calls, and he'll type his question in. And when you look at it, it's like five or six hours before uh, yeah. before the call, so it's already there. He's already queued, right? He's the he's the guy that shows up at Walmart on Black Friday, right, three <laughs> days before the sale goes on to make sure he gets his front row seat. Or maybe maybe that's not a good uh, example for for the other guys because I just saw somebody posting there some kind of uh, anime event or whatever. So it's the guys that show up at Comic Con. Uh-huh. And all that right there, standing. They're the only one on the street corner outside the door, <laughs> gloating, you know. So by the time the doors actually open, they're barely functional <laughs> to move around, right? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any other uh, anything nope. that popped up on the Facebook questions. page or. Uh huh. Wow. People must be getting bored with us. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to spike this up a little bit. Right. Well, we'll tell them that the next show. We'll, we'll tell them that the next show there's going to be a naked woman in the studio with us. <laughs> right. Of course, they won't be able to see her, but you know, <laughs> it'd be like those those uh, those phone sex things that I just never understood. Right? Because um, men are very visual, so you're going to call in and you're going to talk to somebody with a very very sultry voice that you'd probably throw up if you found out that, you know, she's really 80 and, um, you know, has no teeth and whatever. So, I mean, if that does it for you, then, hey, you know, <laughs> go for it. Um, but anyway, we'll just, well, I don't know, we'll have to prompt them with something. Yeah. Yeah, or just yeah. Thre- threaten them, maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, threat. Yeah, if you don't show up or you heckle us, we're going to do a... Uh, what was that one Jay and Silent Bob strike back? Yeah, you, yeah. You know, get the get the real addresses for everybody and go knocking <laughs> on doors. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a great way to see the country. Sure. And maybe sure. the jails of the country. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. The hospitals of the country. <laughs> Sir, have you found the uh have you found the our Lord and Savior of <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Excuse me, sir. Have you found our Lord and Savior? Ah, that's funny. That's right. And I will smite you with a hombo. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Hanbo, the Japanese version of a shillelagh. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, um, 
Lee, are you making it in for tonight's session or just uh, for tomorrow? Uh, well, uh, it was uh, we had just paid for tomorrow. I mean, if we can come in tomorrow, I can come in for tonight. Then I'll yeah, yeah, you can. Who the hell is with you? Uh, yeah, no. If you if you can make it in for tonight, that that'd be awesome. There's uh, there's regular classes going on before the eight o'clock session, and then there's uh, and then there's that because I think uh, for tonight several people had to change their schedule. I mean, we have a uh, short group, a uh, small short group, a small group this weekend. I think we have eight or nine people unless people are going to come in and uh, and uh, register last minute. Sometimes they do that, but um, for ten, for tonight's thing. I don't think we have more than a couple, so you're more than welcome to come in and donate your body to the cause. Oh, I'll, I'll donate my body. Well, there you go. Hey, ninja whore. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 I have a feeling it's right. going to be back. Well, you're going to get a chance to know me really well, and I've always said I'm a love me or hate me kind of guy. If you're on the fence, give me a minute. I'll push. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so no other questions, huh? Nothing. That's uh that looks like it. All right. Well, I guess we will have to um uh have James work his uh ninja magic sure. and uh make all that work. We'll add the other stuff on. Uh, do I, do I need to have him send it to me, or do I need to listen to it before uh, he does his magic, so that uh, you can remain as a co-host? Or? <laughs> no, I think I'm safe. <laughs> hey, you think you're safe? Okay. All right. You know, patronizing and sucking up is just as bad to me as just—it's even worse than telling me, you know, exactly what you uh, what you mean <laughs> or what you feel. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I've got. I'm now behind on the rest of my day, so I have to get in here and get ready yep. um, for things, and because uh, I have regular classes before camp, so yeah. Um, and I'm, I have to make everything, you know, work right so that on Sunday, uh, everyone has that uh, that unofficial martial name, uh, Dragon Ass, um, <laughs> and then they have to get through the rest of Sunday, right? Of course. Lee's gonna have to drive home after all that training. So, uh, yeah. Oh. Your legs ought to swell in the process. <laughs> Hope you have cruise control. That's it. <laughs> well, uh, my, my wife is a very safe driver, so hopefully. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So you'll be you'll be like I see like women when the guy's driving and stuff, and and she has her shoes off and feet up on the dash and all that. That'll be you instead. <laughs> Either that, or you'll be curled well, up in a fetal position in the back seat. <laughs> Honey, just take me home. <laughs> Working on it. All right. Fifteen hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a that though. What I normally run into is like when somebody brings the wife along, or you know, there's a parent there, or whatever. Right. We're just doing normal training, and I'll get this look like if you hit him like that again, I'm gonna kill you. And you know, then what do I do? Send you home without your wife? I mean, that's that that's terrible, right? Don't believe that. <laughs> right? Send uh, your wife to the mall. I want yeah, to let her go shopping. Do that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway. Some of the other wives just right. point and laugh. <laughs> Okay, that's what the bruise is. All right, I know what it is. It's you now. Yeah, see, you have have that benefit, and that that doesn't really work for me. Um, Normally what ends up happening is uh, my my given thing in class is that if somebody gets a little too obnoxious with their their comments and and things like that, um, I'll give them a mark that can easily be confused with being something else. And then I'll look them in the eye and say, when your wife or significant other calls me and wants to talk about the marks I put on your body, I will simply tell them that I have no idea where you're getting your marks. I haven't seen you in class in months. Right? <laughs> so that, that, usually, that usually works really well. Right? So, and uh, uh, I haven't done it to Eric, but I don't know if you, I don't know if you were in class that um, there were there were a couple of times where I, I'll do something with my legs and spin this guy around and then rake my, you know, I'll do a shotgun can and just rake down the back. And I'll go, good. Now, explain that. <laughs> That's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. All right. Anyway, all right. Making everybody else jealous. All right. We are going to have to wrap this up because yep. when we set these things up, we only set them up for a certain amount of time and then they boot us off. And then the recording, for everybody listening to the recording, just. Just kidding. It just stops. Oh, It just abruptly stops, right? We're in the middle of a, of a sentence. That's cool stuff. Right? And there's no way to recover it. There's always the stuff on the raw, uh, the, the full video, the full audio that's raw before we hit record, unless yeah. we cancel the, the thing and then it all goes away. But there's mm. that thing that starts at about 15 minutes before. Um, the show officially starts, and that'll run all the way through our recorded part. But at the moment that either the show's preset time limit or we hit the stop recording kind of thing, at the moment that that stops, then that raw recording stops as well. So there, uh-huh. there's a way to capture things before the show starts, but there's no way to re- recover anything after. Uh, after they shut it down. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so just for future reference. Although, Eric, I would think it would be funny at some point to just, you know, just right in the middle of a sentence, or right in the middle of laughter, just stop. <laughs> cut cut right? the show. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, if there's nothing else, I guess it's okay for you to wrap it up. Yeah. Well, really appreciate everyone being here, and uh, I'm sure everyone's looking forward to, or at least uh, Lee's looking forward to camp because he's, he's going to be uh, yeah. headed there. But uh, we'll be looking forward to talking. And if Lee's uh, off next week. If Lee's off next week, we should have him on live, um, yeah. so he can talk about. Yeah, yeah. I already, uh, already, oh, already I'll asked him that. Uh, say, hey, you know, definitely uh, give us the the student perspective and the recap of you know what you took away from camp, besides the bruises. I drove and, all uh, the way up there, and Shidoshi <laughs> Miller sucked. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely want to hear about that. So that's it. What a heck. <laughs> That's funny. Last time I drive to Georgia for that punk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm done. <laughs> no, all right. Well, enjoy camp. Look forward to uh, next week's episode when we can take a look at, at the recap of it. In the meantime, if you have any other questions or you're catching us on the podcast side and, and you've uh, thought of something you'd like to submit a question to, you can do that through our Facebook page. That's easy to do, uh, Facebook 
uh, com slash Kuden Podcast. Also, uh, check out ModernNinjaWarrior.com for more on uh, on the Kuden Podcast episodes and how you can link up to past episodes there and, of course, all the different podcast services we've been added to. So thanks again for uh, everybody joining us, and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode of Kuden. Thank you for listening to Kuden, the podcast for self-defense and martial arts news, interviews, techniques, and history. For more information on upcoming martial arts seminars, camps, and classes with Sheehan Miller, or to submit a question or discussion topic to the show, call 570-884-1118 or visit warrior-concepts-online.com.